Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical Podcast, where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am joined uh, soon by Gabe, but currently by Brandon. Yo. And Kelly. Hi, everybody. And big shout out to Kels, the Kelsmeister on here, because she was the first of us to uh, receive her invitation to purchase her Steam Deck. I still have not gotten mine. Um, um, yeah, so it said, actually, I actually got the email earlier that they're preparing it to ship. Oh so, my god, that's so yeah. cool. You'll have to tell us about it on a, on a future podcast. Okay, oh, yeah. I'll let you, yeah. I'm really excited. I, I'm, yeah. I am excited for you and still uh, uh, patiently, impatiently waiting on my email. Uh, but one thing I am not patiently waiting on is uh, the new name for FIFA. I know last week we talked about FIFA. FIFA is coming mm. out of the EA breakup with its own game in 2024. So it's like, I remember, I think I was asking, like, what was the point of you guys, like, not renewing the contract after it's been, like, 30-odd years or whatever? Right. Well, obviously, the point was because now they're going to make their own game and call it FIFA because it's a FIFA game. So, wow. fuck you, EA. Um, Man, yeah, that's, so... that's, that's, that's gnarly. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I was going to ask what your thoughts were, so please tell me. I was going to say, like, if there isn't just another separate FIFA series, oh, boy. That might get money just from brand recognition at this point because we talked about this last week about how it was going to struggle to like uh, gather the audience with like a different name. But no, if a FIFA just still exists, then yeah, that's a whoo, that's a going to be interesting story to follow. I think. Yeah, um, there's an article here, and I'll read a part of it. It says. Um... Gianni Infantino, FIFA's president, confirmed his organization is currently engaging with leading game publishers, media companies, and investors to put out a rival game in 2024 to compete with EA Sports FC, which is now going to be the new name for uh, the old FIFA mm-hmm. franchise. Um, That's yeah, so, that I mean, is so confusing, too. <laughs> I'm a little... I don't know how I feel about this, because... Honestly... It, it, it just makes me wonder. It just makes me wonder. How... Okay, so if the original FIFA is now becoming, what was it, Sports FC, what was it was called? EA Sports FC. EA Sports FC. So if that's the new one, um, I'm assuming that's keeping what FIFA was, but then the new FIFA, how close is it going to be to the old FIFA? That's what, that's where it gets confusing. Like, not only confusing, but it also makes you wonder, because <laughs> it's kind of like a Yakuza situation, where the seventh game of the Yakuza series is very different from the other ones, but then you have this spinoff, uh, Judgment, which plays more like the original Yakuza games. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now. How different is the game that is now going to be known as FIFA to sports EA Sports FC, which is the original FIFA? You get you get where I'm going with this? Like it makes a weird me, it, comparison. Yes, I get where you're going. I don't know yeah. that I necessarily agree with the comparison, but I do get where you're going with that. Right. Um, like yes, I get it. Um, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with you. I think what I took more from this was just like to me it seems like a fuck you cash grab not gonna lie um it's like the contract's finally up and they see the success of fifa and they can have the name back um you know obviously we don't know what what the agreements were or what this contract was beforehand obviously i'm not even gonna try to speculate because i have no idea but the fact that it's finally over and now you guys are just like all right well we're now just gonna make our own game with the you know synonymous name which is now it links back to what you're saying brandon like it's a huge like people we talked about it last week people call this franchise fifa 
Sure. So like exactly. now there's literally another game that's gonna be called FIFA being made by someone else. And that's um, it might be confusing for fans, yeah, for sure. sure. But I'm just like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. Like, I'm sure you guys could have, and maybe they did. Like, I'm sure you could have, you know, renegotiated some form of something if you weren't happy with the way that it was being run or something. But to just be like, no, it's our name. We're taking it back and doing our own thing after 30 plus years. Like, I that seems really shitty, but I could yeah. just be wrong. Um, Kelly, do you have any thoughts on this one? I think it will be confusing, and I think that EA Sports FC just doesn't really roll off the tongue. <laughs> so no. I think that, but I mean, the new FIFA game, whoever like is taking over the franchise, like what if they can't make it as good? Like, as exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they too. might not, yeah, I feel like they might not be able to go like, I mean, it's EA we're talking about. So they know how to make a game. This is what uh, they do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, whoever, I don't know who has the game now. Sorry. I don't either. Okay, so whoever has the rights, what kind of... I mean, they're going to be coming out with a new FIFA in, like, 10 years. Okay. <laughs> like, it's not going to be out tomorrow, I'm sure. I just... <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm just so confused as to why you would do this, aside from just wanting money from it. Because, like, you know, both you and Kelly brought up a great point, which is just, like, what if it sucks? Like, what if you ruin your entire franchise by you know trying to uh branch out on your own or what if it's great and you make more money you know you never know it's a it's a it seems like a really huge risk um but anyway i'm moving on xbox players uh should uh check their microsoft account balance this is from techradar.com written by callum baines and the tagline is don't let your money slip away because apparently your microsoft account balance is used to buy xbox series xs or xbox one games for the digital xbox store um but reddit user cg6554 recently pointed out that not all funds that are added to your digital wallet will last forever um they have the sad realization that their current balance was due to expire on july 9th giving them little time to decide what to spend their money on if they hadn't clocked the expiry date so soon the funds might have disappeared before they could even be spent so um hi gabe welcome hey. you're looking real good over there buddy the Whoa, half of your face buddy. i can see yeah, what is going on why did you that's better so what you missed um was we were just talking about how uh fifa is now making their own fifa game and saying fuck you to uh ea sports fc daisy yeah um I saw that it was pretty <laughs> It's pretty funny because one, it's always a win when it's fuck EA, and then two, um, the PlayStation Plus game of the of the month was actually FIFA 22. So it's like, get it while you can because after that, it's probably gonna be a better game. <laughs> well, see, that's what we were talking about. Either you know, what if they take their name back and the game is worse because they can't make a good FIFA game and they ruin the franchise. Or it could be better and they can make a lot of money. I said it was kind of a fuck you to EA because it's kind of fucked up. Um, but, you know, those were our opinions. Um, and we're entitled to them on the HP Critical Podcast. Unless I say so. Because if you're wrong, you're wrong. All right. Anyway, so Microsoft is apparently they have um, an account balance. All the all the uh, money that you put in your account isn't necessarily forever in your in your um, digital account balance. Uh, and when I read this, I was like, 
what the fuck? Because I just assume that if I put money onto my account, I can spend that money whenever I want to, however I want to, on whatever I want to that is online. And it turns out that that's not necessarily um, the case. Uh, and it says that this post has generated a lot of discussion on the Xbox subs- subreddit over account balance expiration dates. Um, and some players have even wondered how to even check when their funds are going to disappear and what they can do to stop them from expiring altogether. Um, apparently it's a very simple issue. I mean, a very simple fix. Any money that's been added to your account using a non-promotional method will last forever. Um, but if you've redeemed a gift card or added money directly to your account using a credit card, oh, you can rest assured that the funds will be safe and sound for as long as Microsoft servers are active. Um... If you're using a gift card, however, double check because the gift cards bought from third-party retailers often have added restrictions, which limit how long after the purchase the codes can be redeemed. So uh, the good thing is, if you purchased it with your actual money, you're fine. However, if it's a gift card, you might want to go in and double check to see when it's expiring. How do you guys feel about uh, money, digital money on a digital system expiring? Digital money expiring is kind of nonsense, to be perfectly frank. Like, that's pretty much my main statement on it. Now, for me personally, I don't put funds into the wallet unless I'm actually planning on making a purchase. So, And I feel like there's a lot of people in that same... So for them, it's probably a non-issue. But even so, even so, some people, you know, Christmas gift, birthday gift, they get a, a gift card, they add it to their... They don't exactly know what they want yet. Maybe there's nothing they want right that second. Um, time passes, and then they're realizing that this money that, that was nicely gifted to them is now going to be running out, and I think that's kind of that kind of sucks. I'm going to be a little cynical about this real quick and only say two things. The first thing is that I complained before that I don't know what games are leaving Xbox um, on Game Pass. There apparently is like a section that says leaving soon mm. that I just haven't seen because apparently I am fucking blind, so sorry for that person that told me that I can't fucking see, you know. You're right. I can't see. Fuck you. Um, just kidding. Keep listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. I just lost a viewer. Uh, the other thing I will say about this is uh, I, I'm going to be a little bit cynical about Xbox. If somebody bought me a gift card, like an Xbox gift card, it might sit there for a while before I got an actual game I want to freaking spend the money on. That's what I was saying. Specifically yeah. because... I was just talking to you guys about, like, why I asked in chat, like, what games are coming to um, Xbox. That card might sit there until it expires because there's not necessarily any first-party Xbox game that I want to go out and buy. So that's kind of fucked up. And those mm-hmm. are the only two things I will say about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kelly, you're a gape. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really get Xbox gift cards that often um but i feel like i don't want them to expire but then again like i redeem them when i'm about to buy something so are they um are they like after you redeem them then they expire no 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 no. (laughs) after they redeem them they expire or is it more like um uh, it, it reads to me as if, like, once you type in the gift card code and it's, like, the money is redeemed and sitting in your Xbox, your Microsoft Xbox account, you have to use that money by a specific date or it goes away. Okay. I normally redeem them when I'm buying something, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you, you, you think this is okay, though, to just, like, let people's gift card money expire? I mean, how long are we talking? It's not like a day. 
<laughs> you know, it's probably like five years or something. Like, does it have a timeline? Um, let me see. It says uh, funds added through Microsoft Awards specifically. They talk about that. They don't last forever. You'll have 90 days to spend the gift card before it expires, um, which is literally three months. So that's legit nothing because no, if a game doesn't come out in three months that you want, you've just like lost money. Um, But that is specifically just for, that's specifically just for the Microsoft Rewards loyalty program um, money that you can receive. Um, But it looks as if the gift card thing is specific due with the the limitations and whichever card you purchase. Um, So there's no like actual date for that, which I think is another issue. So yeah, there's no there's no specific timeline, but like if there's nothing that comes out, you know, and you just lose money, either way, I just think that's trash. Yeah, yeah I think. I mean, I don't want to lose money, but nobody wants Never. to lose money. I wonder Never. if the gift card says it like somewhere in small print in the back. Mm, small print. Because, I mean, it yeah, might. Because what I because what I'm thinking is like because when I first heard you say this, I'm like, oh, okay, it just means you know, look at the expiration date. It's on the back because all gift cards have that. But now it's kind of sounding like it's not that expiration date. Yeah, um, I-, I wish I had more information. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. me too. But you know, Microsoft is Microsoft. So, uh, well, the only other thing I have to add on this, this might upset a lot of crypto people, but can you imagine digital money expiring? Wow. <laughs> it's Freaking almost rip. as if it's the same as real money. Oh my except God. real money lasts a lot longer. Mm. And that's my piece on digital money and Xbox and gift cards. Um actually, one more thing. Now we just need to find out if PlayStation does the some shit the, the, the some shit. The, the same, same shit. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um cuz I know Nintendo doesn't as far as I'm concerned. My thing is, as far as I go out and shop at any place, gift cards don't freaking expire. I've never seen a gift card in my life that has expired. Me, personally. Yes. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but like, you know, I've never gone to a store with a gift card and they're like, oh, it expires, you need to use it like an X amount of time. Like, never have I bought a gift card that expires, in my personal experience. But in case anyone else is on Jarrell's, you know, personal experience road, I guess, to give you more of a, you know, because gift card expirings does sound a little silly, but there are gift cards like those, those, uh, those wannabe debit cards, what the hell are they called? They're vanilla something. Someone's going to know what I'm talking about, one of our <laughs> listeners, but that's what I'm talking about. Those like, those weird wannabe debit card looking things, those, for example, mm-hmm. have expiration dates, so... Is that a gift card or is that like a uh, like a, it's, it's a reloadable card. like Visa card thing? One use gift card, not one use, but like a set amount when you can't reload it after that. Just buy us all on the HP Critical Podcast gift card so we can test them out. Microsoft sponsor us. Uh, not after that conversation. No. Uh, so now we'll go ahead and move on to PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation boss asks asks staff to respect all abortion opinions in an email about cats. This is from Kotaku.com. Also, that is, I will say, kind of a little bit of an unfair title. I mean, it's not wrong. He does say respect people's opinions on um, abortion rights, but he and he also does talk about his cats. So technically, it's not necessarily, you know, <laughs> a wrong title. Um, 
So yeah, there was an internal email that went around from PlayStation's president, Jim Ryan. Um, and I'll just read to you guys what it says here. It contains several paragraphs about cats, uh, but it does not contain a hard stance in support of his staff's reproductive rights and even asks employees to respect anti-abortion views and opinions, leaving many PlayStation staff angry and upset. As reported by Bloomberg um, and an independently verified by Kotaku, uh, the email that was sent around um, was referencing the recently leaked Supreme Court draft, signaling that the court would overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. Um, The email went out to PlayStation employees Thursday, May 12th. uh, And in the email, um, it opens with a mention of the seemingly eminent devastating blow to reproductive rights this is from kotaku uh the playstation president avoids taking a side instead asking staff to respect differences of opinion on both sides of the issue and then he goes on to try to lighten the mood by talking about his cat's birthdays and (laughs) lots of staff lots of female playstation staff um felt that it was disrespectful and inappropriate and not the right place to try to do something like that and also other staff members felt like we shouldn't respect um everyone's opinion on you know women's rights we should um take like playstation should take an actual stand something that bungie has done which you know as we all know playstation has um recently purchased bungie bungie uh bungie has taken a stance um Whereas PlayStation as a whole has not, and a lot of people were just pretty much disappointed that the PlayStation president is saying, look at both sides, as opposed to taking a stance against the issue. Um, So yeah, what do you guys think about that one? I think that the whole pro-choice, I don't think that needs to be said at all, Uh, but like, I just don't think that there's any logical way to cater to both sides of the argument at all. I don't think that you can convince anti-abortion people that they're not saving innocent lives. I just don't think that there's a way to do it without alienating half. Obviously, I'm for reproductive rights. I just don't think that they're ever going to see it as a right. It's not going to be that way for them. They're never going to see it. It doesn't matter if you have logic. I mean, this, the, the speech is about bodily autonomy. Like, it doesn't matter if it's alive. You don't have to, like, I don't have to donate my kidney to save your life. I don't have to use my body to, like, bring something into the world that I don't want to do. People don't see it like that. And I think that, like, there's really no, like, winning stance to take. I, I just, I don't. I think that it's literally, like, an illogical argument really to be making with people like the anti-abortionists they're just like so passionate for nothing i don't know um they're not really providing any help to the people but they don't want them to have an abort like i just think that it's one of these things that just in our life we're never going to see it i don't want to say solved but like i think that they alienated the pro-choice crowd um but like a lot of people are like crazy anti-abortionists yeah like i don't know it's it's one of those weird things i don't know as a uterus haver i feel like i I don't know what to say like i feel like i used to just be like yeah i'm pro-choice what the hell but then like i've seen all the content that people who are anti-abortion make and it's like they cannot be convinced like it is 
they cannot be convinced at all, ever. It will not happen because they're not thinking logically. They're thinking with like, oh, Jesus and passion and everything. And like, it's just not, they're not, it's not the same wavelength. Like, it's not the same argument. Uh, so I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of companies have said like, we'll literally move you to another state. Like there was a company, God, who was it? They were like, we'll pay to relocate you to a state where you can get an abortion. Well, that's an activist right there. Like, <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I actually like not are, heard that. Yeah. Some people are taking this really seriously. Like some companies and they're literally like, like people are saying they'll pay for you to go do it or whatever. And somebody made the joke, like anything to avoid paying maternity leave. Anyways. Oh my <laughs> God. Oof, oof. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know. I don't, like I said, I kind of went on a tangent, but I just don't feel like there's a right answer because there will never be a right answer because it's like not even an argument. I don't know. You can't really make it because you can't fight logic or you can't fight with logic against i don't know passions against so you think that no matter what jim ryan had said like it wouldn't have mattered because someone would have been upset well of course like there's no i mean yeah i think there's no right way i think that he should have supported people with uteruses rights to have healthcare procedures such as abortions that would have been the right move, but I, in this entire argument, because it's all I see. I mean, are you guys seeing all of this too? Is it just because I have a uterus? No, 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 you're 100% okay. right. So yeah. like, I just want to address, like, there is no, like, argument that's ever going to turn people who don't <laughs> believe in it to believe in it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a really, I don't know. It's just a very uh, hard conversation and topic to discuss because there's people that are just so divided on it and i i I don't know you know (laughs) when i read this i was like i feel like this man tried really hard to do good but it just didn't at all go down the way he thought it was going to yeah I, i was just gonna say i don't even necessarily know if he did it to do the right thing per se it it I guess in his position, he felt like it was the most sensible thing to do as leader of business. However, it's very short-sighted because as Kelly pointed out, by taking this hard neutrality stance, you thought that you would be like, okay, then both people will like us. When in reality, I think both people are very mad about this decision because you didn't support uh, you didn't support one side, you didn't support the other side. So both are looking at you like, well, where do you stand, Mr. Ryan? Mm-hmm. That's really what it is, because one side thinks, oh, you don't want us to have rights, and the other side thinks, oh, you want to kill babies. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's such a weird, like, you can't ever win. Like, so who should, whose side do you want to be on? I mean, I would say pro-choice, because they're, like, the majority of people. Um, but this is PlayStation, right? Yeah, PlayStation yeah. So, President Jim Ryan. Is that, like, U.S. President, then? Uh, the, the yeah, the PlayStation U.S. president, yeah. Okay. So, in the U.S., it, it, you know, Roe versus Wade is supported. But in other places, it might not be, so. Hmm. I just... The reason I say I think he thought he was on the right path here is because once he did that, 
he then started talking about his cat's birthdays like everything was fine. And he yeah. really didn't realize that he was essentially trivializing a serious issue. I really don't think that he, like, maliciously sure. went in and was just like, nah, we're not going to say anything left or right. Like, I, we should let everyone have opinions. Like, he really probably thought saying that we should just uh, agree, like, allow everyone to have an opinion. Which, to be fair... Everyone is allowed to have an opinion, right? Like, I can't tell you to not believe something that you believe. I can try to convince you why it might not be a good idea. But, you know, everyone is entitled to have their own opinion and free speech, whether I, whether I personally believe in it or not. And, uh, you know, I could go on about this, but I won't um, because uh, it's a, it can be a long topic. Um, so I don't necessarily think that what he said was wrong. I don't believe what he said. I think he should have made a stance um, uh, one way or another. I feel like if you are the president of a company and you have something that you want to stand for, stand for it, right? <laughs> like, don't, don't, you know, middle road it, especially when you have Bungie, who has, over the past week, just been vocally um, forth with with their like uh, support for Roe v. Wade and support of being pro-choice. Like they've been very upfront with how they feel about this, and like that's a subsidiary of your company now. So like when the president of the company is just like mm, respect everybody, but like the people under you are really you know uh, pushing for what they believe in. It does give me hope a little bit because I'm like, okay, well, they did say that they were just purchasing them to help them out, but they're like their own, you know, they're still their own company. I'm like, well, clearly they are because they're out here doing what they believe in and you can't stop them, um, especially because you said you have to support everyone. But then to go on and, you know, try to make it like lighthearted. Nobody gives a fuck about your cat birthday, bruh. Like, this is serious issues. Like, this is people's women's rights are being destroyed right now. And you literally out here telling us about your cat birthday, like... One of, one of the quotes from the article said, um, someone said they've never been so upset about a cat's birthday in their life. And, you know, <laughs> I agree. I would love to know that it's your cat's birthday, but not in an email where you're telling me that I should support someone who's, um, you know, uh, uh, all about a, uh, uh, removing the rights of women. Like, what? Sir, this is not the right place. This is not the right time. You didn't, you didn't, I think you thought you were doing something and you fucked up. That's all I have to say about that. Anyone else? Say my piece. I wanted to say a joke because it's been something we say a lot on this podcast. Oh, but I'm no. like, <laughs> because I'm a man and I have no opinion on this matter. Oh, sorry. I should not have an opinion on this matter. But I am really quickly going to agree with Jarrell said. Fuck your cat, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not, that's, that's like, you know, going to, okay, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pair it. I, that's, that's, I've said my piece. I've said my piece. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make another comparison. I was like, nope, I am going to. Just type, just type them to me and I'll say it. I'll <laughs> let you know. It's no, appropriate. As like, the resident, you know, ovary baby maker <laughs> haver here. It's like, but like the thing is, like the comparisons are like so different that there's no point in saying it. That's honestly, I need to stop asking all these dudes to come on here. Look at all these. I'm, I, saying, I'm so bro. sick of being surrounded by all these penises. I'm so yeah, sorry. Fuck you too. I meant, I meant the guest penises, not your penises. Calm down. 
I actually yeah, don't even like the way that this is coming out. <laughs> he likes it. You see? Anyway, hey, so yeah. uh, PlayStation has revealed the PS5, PS4, PS3, and classic games lineup for their revamped PS Plus. Have you guys seen the games that are coming? Yep, and I, I was well. right. All right, well, so uh, before you tell us about why you were right, I should probably tell everyone what we're talking about. Um, a few podcasts ago, we did talk about how PlayStation was upgrading um, their system to have different tiers, and you could pay a specific amount of money, and the more money you pay, the more access you get to older games. And um, there was uh, also a very interesting tidbit with that, which I think it was the highest tier that would allow you to play uh, trials of games. I believe you get to play the beginning of an entire game before... Well, excuse me, before making a purchase. Um, so there was a lot of stuff in there. And we finally have the list of all the games. I'm going to do my best to read out some of them that I think are noteworthy. I'm not going to read out all of them. Um, I would, because this was written by our wonderful friend Wesley LeBlanc from Game Informer. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, he put he put together... You should check out the article if you want to have um, all of the... All of the uh, all of the titles. Um, so for the PS5 and PS4 games coming uh, from PlayStation Studios to PS Plus are Alienation, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, uh, Death Stranding, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Demon Souls, Destruction All Stars, Everybody's Golf, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Gravity Rush Two, Horizon Zero Dawn, Infamous Second Son, Knack, Little Planet Three, Little Big Planet Three, sorry, um, Marvel Spider Man, Miles Morales, Medieval. Resogun, Returnal, Shadow of Colossus, Last Guardian, Last of Us, Until Dawn, Uncharted, Uncharted 4, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Wipeout, Omega Collection. I did skip some there. Most of these games are games that if you are a PlayStation owner, you have played or you probably own. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those are just first party PlayStation titles, so that, that or, or um, PlayStation Studios titles, or rather, I should say. Um, as far as the game catalog coming from third party studios, they include Ashen, Assassin's Creed, Celeste, um, Final Fantasy XV, Hollow Knight, Mar- Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Mortal Kombat 11, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2, Resident Evil, Soul Calibur 6, The Artful Escape, and The Crew 2. Another thing I'll say about these are, uh, if you're fans of those, you probably already played them. Yeah. Um, then we have the early look at a selection of games that will be available on PS, PS Plus, um, which uh, for PlayStation Studios include Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, um, and third parties include Tekken 2 and Worms Armageddon, among others. And the remaster of the collect the classic games catalog um uh include ape escape 2 dark cloud Fantavision, jack 2 jack 3 jack x jack and daxter rogue galaxy wild arms 3 uh bioshock remastered borderlands a handsome collection kingdoms of a- kingdoms of amular re-reckoning and the lego harry potter collection um uh crash commando demon souls hotshot golf i think i've said some of these already um, Ratchet and Clank is on there, Tokyo Jungle Resistance 3, uh, Castlevania, Asura's Wrath, Ninja Gaiden 2, I did say Red Dead Redemption. Um, now, so, uh, also some, some of the titles that will be part of the li- time-limited game trials, which are those games that you get to play for a certain amount of time. If I'm not mistaken, you get to play the beginning 
Um, actually, I'll just read it for you. The time-limited game trial benefit will enable you to try select games before you buy them. After downloading a trial of the full game, you can play it for two hours for most games. The playtime counter only counts while you are in the game, and it's a great way to try games before you decide to buy, and any trophies and game saved data from the trial period will carry forward if you purchase the game. Uh, those games include Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, Cyberpunk 2077, Farming Simulator 22, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and WWE 2K22. So I want to have this conversation in two parts. The first part is, um, how do you feel about this PlayStation collection? Does it make you want to subscribe to a higher tier? Also, just be aware that these are uh, the first titles that are announced. Um, I believe they're going to have... Um, Semi-monthly, they'll have updates, and then at the end of the month, they'll have a second update. Don't quote me on that, but I believe at least twice a month, they're going to be updating these titles for higher tiers um, for PlayStation players that are subscribed. And um, yeah, so with that, with those titles, with us not knowing what, what the future holds, how do you now feel about uh, the PlayStation Plus subscribers? Real quick, the subscriptions. Uh, I want to put it, I want to add one detail to that as well that they're that they doing, which I think is actually really good and so this is something i think you in particular will appreciate jarell um so in addition to all these games that they listed on these uh, additional tiers you know you go to these tiers you get the given games right um but they've also I said i know what you're talking about but go yeah, ahead yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've also stated that two things first if you have already purchased a certain uh legacy playstation game from like the past systems um, you can download it on your PlayStation 4 or 5 at no additional cost, so you won't have to subscribe to this to be able to play the games that you have already purchased in the past. The second thing is, even for games that you have not purchased, a lot of the games that, like, on the list, of course, you subscribe, you'll get all those, but you can also just purchase individual games from those lists as well, in addition to subscribing to the tier. So, if you don't want to pay... X amount of, I don't know the price, X amount of dollars for the highest tier, but you just really want to play some Ape Escape, you can just buy Ape Escape and just play it and then just go on about your business. So that's, I think, a very important distinction, something that uh, I know is something we've discussed with NSO, how, like, you're locked into doing, like, the expansion pack tier if even if, if you want to play any of the N64 games and you can't just purchase yeah. them individually. And we've talked about how we wish that there was an option that you could both, you know, subscribe to the tier to get them all, or just purchase the games individually if, individually. You, just wanted, if you just wanted the individual one. So I will, before I give gave my full thoughts, I will give PlayStation props for giving that option at least. that Giving you the option to just buy the game outright without having to subscribe to the, uh, this higher service that you may not even necessarily want. Now... Oh, that's so oh, sad. Yes, go ahead. The, the, I did see it. Uh, the monthly refresh will occur on the first Tuesday of the month with new PS4 and PS5 games added to the service. Same as what PlayStation Plus members get today. Um, extra and premium deluxe subscribers will get an additional monthly refresh that will occur in the middle of each month. And the number of games refresh will vary per month. Got it. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to break down each of the individual things, like, one by one, starting with the PlayStation 5 slash 4 uh, game trials. Obviously, that's not... Wait, no, don't talk about game trials. Nope. I said just... Oh, okay, that's the part two. I want to do that right. separately, yes. Got it. So, you, this is the, talking about, like, the uh, legacy titles first, right? Is that what the first question was? Um, Just your, your thoughts in general of the subscription tiers and how you feel about it now, knowing some of the titles that are coming forward and how it works. Okay, so how I feel about it, um, aside from what I was talking about earlier, 
I don't know, man. It's a little underwhelming for the beginning. It's certainly something I won't be upgrading to, like at least not right away. Um, I and that's a, and that's more of a personal thing for me personally because um, even though I had the original PlayStation One or Two, I didn't have like a huge amount of games. I like I like PlayStation. I have a lot of PlayStation games, but I'm more of a Nintendo person, so I don't have that same history with the PlayStation. Even the ones they've chosen that with that uh, other people may have. So none of these games like personally appeal to me. Um, yeah, I, I, I will. And uh, another thing, too, is like it seems like they're not adding online play for these games that had like multiplayer, which is very disappointing because that's one thing that at least Nintendo did well is that these are classic games, but you can play them online, which is fantastic. And not having that seemingly is, I think, definitely a misstep. So it has yeah. it, you're, you're just basically playing the old games. And if you happen to have a friend uh, within your house and you can play with them. But in, in 2022, that's just you know, in the in the networking age where you can get friends from more ways than just, like, meeting them in person, that's becoming less and less likely, you know? So not having that feature is definitely, like, uh, a negative, I, I would say. And the game selection, like, we're, we're getting more, and the more they add, similar to the NSO thing, the more you add, the more enticed people will get. But I think with their launch lineup, I don't think it's quite enough. Like, there's a good amount of PS1 games. I, that's that's, that's probably, probably being generous to say. There's, there's some PS1 games... The only PS2 games are ones where you can get the legacy ones that you can already download. And there's a single PSP game, which I will point out is a handheld port of another game that's also going to be on the PS3 streaming service, which I think is called uh, Super Stardust something. Like, there's Super Stardust Portable, which is the only PSP their game they're adding at launch. And then there's Super Stardust HD, which is like part of the PS3 streaming thing that they have right now. So they basically didn't really add any PSP games. They had like a, a, a handheld port of a PS3 game but on a system that's not handheld. I think the real appeal of like having PSP games for people is just to play those games and not obviously the portability of it because it's not a thing with the PlayStation 4 or 5. So, yeah, that's a, that's it seems where they chose that game as their PSP one. I, I, all that to say, the game selection they started off with launch is is weird. It's It feels like near the, mm. near, near, near the end of Nintendo, like when they're adding the NES and Super Nintendo games, you know, the beginning they had like the big ones, the you know Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, Metroid, the ones everyone knows. And then towards the end, they're starting to get into like some weird ones that nobody knows. And it seems like they're starting off with like games that nobody knows before they get into the ones that people probably really want, like Metal Gear Solid or Twisted Metal or stuff like that. None of that's there. It's, it's so, it's so crazy that you said that, Brandon. Hmm. My timeline has literally been people that are so excited to play these games that you don't know. So it's literally crazy that you say that because it's literally the opposite of you feel how I feel when Nintendo comes out with some shit I don't know. Sure. And I'm just like, no, I have sure. no idea what this is. Who wants and to that, play this? And I think that speaks volumes like, no, about... it's a big deal. And I think that just speaks volumes about, like, you know, if people grow up with PlayStation, they, yeah, they probably, these are probably, these are probably actually classics. Maybe I'm just ignorant. But, like, it's because I didn't grow up with the PlayStation that... I really haven't heard of a lot of these, and that just <laughs> that just kind of goes back to the thing that, that the the joke of the of the nineties. Like, if you had an N sixty four and you talk to another person N sixty four, y'all probably play the same game. So PlayStation had such a bigger library that if you talk to another PlayStation, they may have a completely different library than you. That's just how the yeah. li- the nature of the library was. So that's a joke because it sounds like facts. It is a fact, but, the, but, okay. yeah, but <laughs> I, I say it's a joke because it got memed to hell because because mm, but, it, but, it, okay. but, but it is a fact. Yes. Everybody played Magic because everybody played Super Mario 64. Everyone played Ocarina of Time because there wasn't anything else, you know. 
Rip. That's how it was. Alright, well, Kelly or Gabe? How y'all feeling about the subscription service now? I mean, I feel like a lot of what was drawing me was, like, the nostalgia factor. So if they're just gonna have a bunch of games that I don't know, then I'm not in. Plus, also, I'm not really gonna do another subscription service like that. Um, like, I canceled Game Pass and stuff. Um, so I'm not really... I don't think I would pay more for other games. I'm just not really sure. For me, it's not selling. Gabe? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> my turn? Yeah. Yeah, this Wait, list is doo-doo. Yeah, let's go! This, Talk to us. You said this, this list, list is doo-doo. doo-doo? It's doo-doo. I don't care. You, you cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> I'm going to start with the legacy games. Um, <laughs> imagine buying a PS5, right? And then spending... Uh, what was it? Uh, $70 for a remake of Demon Souls. And then you find out two and a half years later, you could have just gotten that shit and backwards, compa- backwards compatibility that bitch on the subscription tier. But why is that um, bad? Because why am I going to... Because why, why, why would I have... You should have told me this before. I could, obviously, they probably didn't know back then. But the fact that you paid $70 to play a remake that's just going to be ported over. That's imagine this oh, is literally no, hold on, like... no, hold on, hold on. This is Nintendo. This was Nintendo with their Mario 3D star shit where they put <laughs> uh the Super Mario N64 uh thick game on it and most people, not most people, a lot of people, were like, "Oh my gosh, can't wait to play it again." And then 3 <laughs> was it 3 months later they're like, "Yeah, we're bringing the N64 library." to the subscription online you just spent your money for no reason but like so that's the thing why is that a bad thing more people get because you're just trying you're because you're mad because you paid already and people don't have to pay now you're obviously paying for it i mean yeah because you're paying for the service so then why are you upset that it's coming because you're just you're just double you're putting double of a game already like don't i don't me i me personally don't like seeing the same game playable on the same system if that makes sense Okay. Besides that, um, I guess, you know, yay for Ratchet and Clank. I mean, okay, Ratchet and Clank, I'll give them that one. Mm-hmm. What when about Jack Mike and Daxter? Jack and Daxter. The funny thing about that one is, <laughs> at least through my immediate group of friends or the people I interact with, Jack and Daxter was just a bootlegged Ratchet and Clank. It was the same thing, just with a different story and different characters i never played the game personally so i'm not gonna go in on that one but again um let's let's read some more of these again uh hot shots go out of bounds no one wants to play that i'm sorry those hot shot games they're not even the psp one to be everyone knows the psp one was the better one Okay, um, so so, so I want to say something about that. I want to say something about real quick though. The Hot Shots golf games. I don't think a lot of people cared about the early ones, but some of the later ones got attention because they had like some crazy crossovers in those games. Yeah, they were actually it. pretty popular. Yeah. Also, Jack and Dax, since he interrupted you, I'm gonna go ahead and say Jack and Daxter came out before Ratchet and Clank anyway. So you guys are wrong. But go ahead, guys. I didn't Wait. say nothing. <laughs> um, I meant his friend group. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Infamous was supposed to be getting a remake, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people are going to feel about, you know, getting that. Motorstorm Aco- Apocalypse. No one cares. Puppeteer. A lot, again, a lot of these games, like Kelly said, you never really heard of them. Don't... Um, the third-party games, 
I'm disappointed in third-party games because I feel like there is much better. Like, the Devil May Cry HD collection, isn't that available on the PS4 as well? Probably. I think Sounds so, It should be, yeah. Uh, me, personally, would rather get the PS4 version than the PS3 version. Sure. Um, and then again, like Ninja Ninja oh, Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two. Where's one? Also, the, the Sigma yeah, the Ninja Gaiden trilogy is on all systems as well. So there's that. Ninja Gaiden is really getting us all tonight. Wow, I can't say the word. Enslaved Odyssey. I again, a lot of these names. And then I I don't know if it's because they're having trouble with it, but like for example, another one, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow Two. Where's one? Yeah, like, where is one? That's that's like that, you, I, like, I thought yeah, that like, too. Like you, like you want these games, obviously, so people can go back into them, and play them again, whatnot. But like, if you're gonna do that, give them the whole series. It, it's it just feels weird to jump into the second game. Yeah. Um. I feel that. Are we are we allowed to talk about the PS4 and PS5 list yet, or what no? are you talking about? Okay, so your overall your overall thoughts is it's trash. Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, I will say that my my personal overall thoughts are that I don't hate this list, um, and I don't think I'll ever hate this service specifically because it is an optional service that allows you to purchase tiers for what interests you. Um, so I don't think I'll ever dislike this just because it has options. Um, whereas like. Game Pass doesn't really have options. Um, like, uh, Nintendo Switch Online, sure, they have, like, two options, but it's either you get all these games or you don't. Like, it's not like there aren't actual tiers. So I don't think I'll ever hate on this system, personally, just because if you don't want the games, you don't have to, you know, purchase or pay for a higher tier. And like Brandon mentioned, if there is a game that you do want on there, you can just buy it individually without having to pay extra for a subscription service on the tier. So because of those two things, I'll just wait and see what games come out and see if there's something that I do want to purchase later on. As of now, I'm not going to pay more than the $60 that I already pay um, a year. And I still believe that for $60 a year, I'm playing more free games on PlayStation than I am on any other console that I'm yeah. paying a yearly subscription for. So I still can't necessarily hate on this overall. Yeah, that, that's and, that, just me. And, and that is a good thing that the regular tier just is just gonna stick around. You can still just enjoy it the way you always have. Give you two for two or three. How shitty the new tiers are, huh? Nothing. <laughs> you could have ran it. What? No, I was that's just saying. Me. No, I was just saying the the regular tier is there. That's all I was really gonna say for what it gives you. All right. So the last thing I do want to talk about this is uh, which which I was saving separately, which is the um time limited game trials as mentioned they are going to be um available for you to try for two hours for most games in the counter like i said only counts while you're playing the game um and it is a time limited game trial and it will allow you to decide whether you want to buy it or not and as mentioned those games are uncharted legacy of thieves collection for ps5 horizon forbidden west for ps4 and ps5 cyberpunk 2077 the ps5 version uh farming simulator 22 for ps4 and ps5 tiny tina's wonderland for ps4 and ps5 and wwe 2k22 for ps4 and ps5 so let's talk about just that portion, the time-limited game trials. How do you feel about this? I think the only acceptable, well, not acceptable, the only good one on that list would be Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, so 
instead of talking about what you feel about the list, how do you feel about game trials as a service? Being game able to trials play as a two service hours of a game is ridiculously smart because there's some people that are, you know, for me, for example, when I when I want to see if I want to invest in a game, I'll just go on YouTube and play it and not play it and watch it. But there's some people that actually need to get the controller in their hand mm. and, you know, experience the game for themselves. Like, um, I'm not to pick on you, Jarrell, but like Jarrell, for example, him and the Soul series, he's uh, always, fair. you know, he's always wanted to try it. He's seen videos on it. So he thought, you know what, let me just buy, was it Demon Souls, right? Yes. Yeah, let me just buy Demon Souls and because I've seen people play and I, you know, it looks like fun. Like he played it and, you know, it wasn't his cup of tea. A waste and of $60. Also a waste of, nah, I'm not going to go into it. But so you see, there's some people, I, but if Jerome had been able to game trial it, yeah, game trial that game, he probably would have found, okay, you know what? I, the, the game looks like fun and I'm just going to watch someone else play it. I'm not going to spend my own money on it. So I think it's a good approach. It's, you know, I, I liked it to let's nostalgia it a little bit. I liked it, you know, when I wanted a game or wanted to check out a game. You know, you go to a Walmart or a GameStop, and you know they have the the system connected to something. You know, obviously yeah. you can't steal it, and you know you can go hands on with it. So I think that's a very big brain. Mm-hmm. And now you can go ahead and talk about the individual titles if you'd like. Um, I again, because I'm one of those people that I can watch a video on the game and decide whether it's going to be for me or not. I feel like some of these games are, it's too late for them already. Like uncharted and horizon for Forbidden West has been out for two, three months. But the thing is, no, but here, here's the thing though. Like that's to me, that's a long time. Three months is enough for me to go on YouTube and look up the entire gameplay on it. Um, but cyberpunk, since it had so much, negativity around it especially for consoles i think that's like the big highlight for me like if yeah, i was getting serious. if i was getting the tier and i was like oh i want to try out one of these game trials i'm 100 doing cyberpunk 2077 first um and you know what tina tiny tina's wonderland too because a lot of people were like oh this is just another borderlands game but you know if you play it and you try it out you're like well maybe it's not just another borderlands game I don't know about yeah the like. <laughs> I'm looking at release like... dates because WWE 2K22 came out two months ago. Um, mm. Tiny Tina's Wonderland came out two months ago, and yet Horizon Forbidden West is, which also came out like two months ago, is the one you talk shit about. Yeah, so being too like... late. That's crazy. They all came out like two months ago. No, one of them came out three months ago. Oh my bad. That's that, that extra month. You're right. My um, bad. It's that extra month. But besides that, also I like this isn't really a dig at the at the list, but like I feel like you'll know if you're into Farming Simulator 22 before you even try the game or not. Not necessarily true. Yeah, I yeah, agree but, uh, yeah, maybe, but you know, I don't know. Like the if you is, if you have just, if you have the option to try it free, some people just try anything. That's that's just my my takeaway from that. You're not wrong, but that's not free because you got to pay for that service. True, um, but if you are paying for it, then you definitely want to try everything that you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Again, the list is at least for the PlayStation Studios is kind of underwhelming. You could have added a bit more games in there. Yeah. Um, 
I do know, well, so I'll be very brief on this because we've been talking about it for a long time. Uh, PlayStation Studio, I'm uh, sorry, this this game trials I think is a wonderful idea for consumers just all together. Um, it, it's proven that it works because Nintendo and Square Enix like to do it a lot. Um, where they will allow you to, I should say Square Enix likes to do it a lot, not Nintendo. Um, they they allow you to play a certain amount of a game, and sometimes they'll even ask for a survey on what you think can improve that game, and then they'll let you take your save over to the actual game, and fans have really enjoyed that process. Um, they did it with uh, Triangle Strategy, they did it with uh, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origins, um, uh, they did like a trial with Babylon's Fall. Everybody said it was bad. They kept going. Um, but <laughs> the point is, uh, game trials are so good for consumers, not necessarily for developers. Um, so I don't know how they're getting these third-party developers to be able to allow two hours of their game um, as game trials, especially for games as new as Tiny Tina's Wonders Wonderland or W like games that are two months old, like. You say it like it's a, a like it's you know a long time, but I haven't touched a single game on this list personally. Oh, okay, like, okay. Ha- well, I, well, yeah. aside from Cyberpunk, yes. To argue that you don't touch a lot of games recently, but you're that's very what busy I mean. Person. Like, but that's what I mean. How many people have played every single one of these games and maybe not even thought to you know attempt to try it? Me. Like and if you're playing Horizon for Forbidden West and if you're finished with it, you're probably playing uh, Elden Ring, which means you haven't had time to check out Cyberpunk or Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, so it's all about you know the, the games that come out and the time that they come out. Um, anyway, I think it's really great. I think it's a wonderful idea. I don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out in the future, but I am excited to see what games they do come to the service because honestly, this is the perfect service for me. I, I'm not paying for it personally. Like if they had a tier that was just like hey, five bucks, an extra five bucks a month to, like, try out new games for two hours. In the long run, that would save me so much money <laughs> instead of paying for a game that I wouldn't like to play. Um, if it were at a cheaper tier, I would 100% be interested in something like this. I'm still interested in it, but I ain't paying extra for it because I'm not paying extra for shit because I already paid too much. And that's my thoughts on it. I think it's a great idea. Um, I wish that more companies did it. I, you know, I guess, I don't know if I'd compare it to something like Xbox, where you play uh, on Game Pass, like the games that are uh, day one on Game Pass. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, essentially, you get the whole game for, for the service. So I guess you could compare it to something like that. Um, I guess. I don't know. I'm done. Well, I was going to say, so yeah, obviously, I don't hate the idea of game trials. I mean... They're essentially more like extended demos, really. And demos are always a good way to demonstrate whether or not you actually want to play a game or not. Or, you know, a trial is just an evolution of that. You, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Um, and it's funny that I say this because I mentioned like earlier, it's like, yeah, I had a place to watch, but I didn't play like a lot of the big games. One thing I did do is I got a few of those demo discs that you could get back in the day for the PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. which just had like, you know, a bunch of demos for like a bunch of PS1 games I got, or sometimes just trailers and that was a good way to try to like a whole, a whole bunch of games. And there were a few that I ended up buying because of like I bought the Spider-Man 2 PS1 game. I wanted to buy this game based on Atlantis the Lost Empire because that demo was great, but I never found the that game. That game in was hard. I, I, I would I, love to I, have I tried it. it. It was hard. Ah! I want to try, play it. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Let me not get on a tangent. But yeah, no, it's, it, it reminds me of those days of like the demo disc. Um, so yeah, having game trials where you can just like play the beginning of the. Uh, 
a good portion of the beginning of the game, I think, is a really good idea. Uh, but I do have a question, actually. Jarrell, this game trials, was this the middle tier or was this the highest tier that you got this? I'm pretty sure it was the highest tier. Hmm. See, that's the problem because I love this idea, but it just it does suck. Double check. Okay, okay. But assuming that it is the highest tier, I think that is a shame that it does cost a lot for that because if it was not like on the middle, I think that'd be good. Because, I, again, the, I think the idea of game trials is a, is a really good idea. Try before you buy is always just uh, something that I always subscribe to. Obviously, you mentioned before that Game Pass is, you know, <laughs> first off, you get those games day one, and then you just get to keep them, well, until it comes off Game Pass. That's the, that's the other thing. Whereas this, one, if you decide you like the game and, and buy it, I mean, it's yours, but that's just how owning games works, right? So there's pl- positives and negatives for sure. And there's also the fact that, you know, we're presuming, I think, that maybe this is coming out as soon as, like, two months afterwards. I would be interested to see if going forward, um, I don't know, what's a big PlayStation release this year that we're expecting? A big God piece? of War. Final yeah. Fantasy, so. Yeah, no, okay, so God of War's this year? Yeah, is it? unless they decided push that back like they've been doing with everything else well let's assume it does come out this year let's say it's a nice fall release for god of war ragnarok now if that comes out as a with a trial day and date with the release that will be huge that said if we're if going forward it comes out like let's let's say september and the demo doesn't come out until november i think that might be a misstep and i would understand why they would do that because it's like Oh, we didn't get those people on the first wave. Well, let's try to get them on board now. They said, "Oh, wow, the God of War game everyone was talking about the past month. Let me try it." So I think there's a good strategy there, but at the same time, I think more people would want to know right away while everyone else is playing it if that's something that they would want to play as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping going forward that the trials really are, you know, with the, like the same, at least within the same month. I'll give them that within the same month of the game releasing. If it doesn't, it is. I was just gonna say it is the premium tier, premium to the highest one. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, so I think that <laughs> I think if someone is someone is gonna go in premium tier, they probably are probably in the market to like really try they'll try these different games out. I'm saying all I'm saying is if you're paying money, I would just try to get as much out of it as you possibly can. Like play those games that you're paying for. That's that's what I'm saying. Otherwise, why are you paying for it? Uh I'm I'm gonna disagree a little bit. I'm okay with them coming out like a month or two later of the game trials. I'm okay I mean, with that. I I mean, I, and I and think, I, and I think some, of... and I think some people will. I just think there's a lot of people who will be like they really want to know what's the big hype this game of the game this. No, game I agree game. with you on that part. Yeah, I agree with you on that part. I, I I'm just I'm just okay with it because I'm just thinking about um. Like if I'm if I'm a developer and this is my game and oh, PlayStation's sure. yeah. like, all right, you gotta you gotta give us two hours of this game to play. I don't mm. want to put it out when it first comes out because like if if people aren't gonna go buy like you know that's why we have all these pre orders and pre order incentives. You want people to mm. buy the games like if I if if I put it out and nobody likes it and I ain't making shit from it because of fucking PlayStation on day one, that's very different than someone who might not, you know, have the money day one, but gets to be able to try the trial out. Um, and then it's also, you know, for these developers, it's like, all right, the first kick of people that were gonna buy this game guaranteed have already gotten it. So now you can trickle in with a few more purchases from those people that may not have given it a chance before. So I think doing it like a month or two later is a great idea because people who want a game are going to go buy the game they want to play. Mm-hmm. 
and they'll probably just play a game trial until the game gets to them, but they're going to play that fucking game. Um, so, so I think from like a developer standpoint, not a consumer standpoint, I think a month or two afterwards is a, is a pretty good idea. Okay. Um, Kelly, anything you want to say about this before we move on? Um, I think it's a pretty good idea. I don't know about the timeline. I don't know if it should be out for a couple of months or whatever, but like having your progress carry over would be legit. It's um, a huge wait, deal for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing too. I forgot what I forgot to mention. That is really good. Um, yeah, no, I just, I think that there would have, I mean, this would save me a lot of money, but then again, if you're paying for a service, will it? <laughs> yeah. Like I've probably wasted less on games that I didn't like and didn't play than I would paying every month for a service where I'm going to get to trial games. It depends on what else would be incentivizing me. Like I said, I'm not really their target market. I'm not doing it, but I feel like it, it's a good idea. I feel I like think, some games I would trial for sure. I think it is saving you money in the long run. I don't remember what the what the full price point is for the premium tier, but let's say in general, I'll just say it's like a hundred, hundred fifteen, hundred twenty dollars. That's still less than the price of two brand new PS5 games. Well, I've only bought one PS5 game. So you're halfway there. Like, <laughs> buy one more game this year at full price, and you've already most likely paid more than what you would have paid for a full year of the premium tier service. So then you'd have the games, or would that just be well, trials? I'm just talking like, about, like, game trials. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you might still end up spending more money, because if you like the game and you like the game trial, either you wait to see if it comes out as a, 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 on, the, on one of the premium tiers, or then you go buy it anyway. Um, so you'll, of course, end up spending more money, but it's also, you know, an incentive to save money. The yeah. last thing I'm going to say about this, though, that I do like about this, is that they only... Um, it only counts when you're in the game. That's such a big deal for me. Because if I start a two-hour game trial and I've got kids that i got to go take care of or I've got to go pick up someone from school because of an emergency or I've got to go do this at work or something and I put it down and can you imagine, like, I come back and the two hours are up and I can't play it anymore? Yeah, that would suck. Like, <laughs> what the? Um, so I really, really do appreciate that it's it's only counts for, like, in-game time where you're actually playing the game because... Otherwise, it would be doo-doo trash, as um, Gabe would have put it. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and move on now, because we've been talking about that for quite some time, and I don't want to talk about it anymore, because it's getting late. we got a few more topics to go over. How are you guys feeling so far? You didn't ask us what we were playing. I didn't ask you what you were playing. We ain't got no time. But I finally am playing something. Okay. Oh, shit. Well, we have to hear it. We have to hear it. We have to hear it. Just because Kelly's playing something. <laughs> Kelly, what have you been playing? I'm playing Evil Dead the game. Let's oh go! My God. How is it? How is it? I am obsessed with yes! it. Yes! She's um, back! Uh, yeah, I'm obsessed. It's really scary. Literally, trees attack you. It's insane. <laughs> oh my um, God. I love it. It plays so much like Friday the 13th that it's insane. It's like the same game, but it's not. I don't know. Um... Plenty of gore, uh, plenty of scares. It's it's really good. The gameplay is good. Um, there's a couple of like missions. I can't get past the first one. I'm like sucking so hard. I can't get past the final boss. Um, it's really hard. It's like a, a heavy combat. You have melee and ranged weapons. Um, it, it's yeah. Anyways, right up my alley. It's really fun. 
And if I you want to hear more about, about it. it, I was just going to say, if you want to hear more about it, you can read Kelly's review at asvcritical.com. Um, when it's up. <laughs> when it's up. It's not up yet. When it's up. Yeah. When it's up. Um, she, she's stuck on a bus, but, you know, she's going to get there. And then she's going to be able to tell you all about it. Um, so, uh, Roblox. There's a Trojan virus that's now infecting PCs, and even business computers are at risk. A new Roblox Trojan virus is now infecting PCs. If the malicious content further spreads, it can cause a wide cybersecurity threat since lots of gamers across the globe play the block-building game. In the words As of, of writing... Ro- go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, in the words of the Roblox kit, OOF! I don't get that reference. Yeah. I'm just going to say one more reason not to play Roblox. Oh, no! As of writing, there are around 43 million Roblox gamers across the globe. Imagine how many PCs will be affected if they're all infected by this new Trojan virus. That is from Tech Times. I mean, Um, no, that hacker really was just like, you know what? I know where to go. I know where to take this virus. That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, do you know how smart it is? To go infect Roblox, like 43 million people just get fucked for playing Roblox. Um, it's a lot then, of kids know, too. That's like, the they thing. don't know. Yeah. They don't know what to that's do. What I was gonna say, yeah, and, and you're infecting your parents' uh, computers with all their credit card information, and you just move it along, move it along. Um, so also, Evo 2022 has featured nine incredible games to play, three action-packed days of events, and countless unforgettable experiences. You've got Street Fighter V, Guilty Gear, Strive, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Ultimate, King of Fighters 15, Tekken 7, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, um, Gull Girls, and what is this last one? I think it's Melty, Melty Blood. Blood. Type, type Lumina, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that Evo lineup has been shown. I have things to say about Evo, but that's a different um, podcast. There's also a game missing that uh, I also noticed was not in the article we put out. Multiverses is going to have a 2v2 tournament at Evo. Ah, but I, I did. The article was written by moi, and I did mention that in like the first paragraph that it's it's not it's not like a main stage event, but it's like to promote the game that it's that is going to be there. But it's going to be there. It is. Multiverses. Yes, multiverses. That trailer was sick. That's nice chill. Great platform fight. All right. Well, let's talk about something that's not chill. Um, a gunman killed 10 people in Buffalo, New York, uh, shooting while live streaming on Twitch. However, However. there's no positive here. However, um, the Twitch stream was taken down uh, when it was reported. And I don't want to talk about that situation. I do want to talk about. Um, I do want to talk about um, Twitch and uh, its inability to fix itself. Because how do you let something like this be streamed? You know, like that, how yeah. do you prevent something like this from happening? The idea that this is a new story that can be talked about—that yeah, this guy live streamed this event—means um, that it went on for a while. Whereas there are so many streams out there where you stream inappropriate content, and that thing is like the ninjas come for you in like seconds. Like you show, like you show, like uh, like a second of nudity, your stream is gone. Whereas this guy was out here, you know, doing this nonsense, and it went on for as long as it did that it can be reported on as a stream. So yes, continue because this is your. I agree. 
Huh? I said continue because I agree. Like that, like Twitch is not. <laughs> that oh, they allowed they allowed this to be streamed for as long as it did. Is what I'm sure getting at. I mean, apparently he was able to continue to stream the whole thing on uh, Facebook. The whole Live. thing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I was just like, how, how, how do these things keep happening? And it, you know, it was a racially motivated. Supposedly, it was a racially motivated crime. Um, so let's move on and talk about race. Let's do it. <laughs> well, actually, before we talk about race, let's talk about something that I found hilarious. Um, uh, Dead by Daylight is getting a dating sim spinoff. Thank you, Gabe, for bringing this to my attention. It is probably one of the best headlines I have read um, that day. Um, <laughs> uh, if this is the title, it's great. Uh, it says, Hooked on You, a Dead by Daylight dating sim. Get it? Hooked on you because of the hook. Right? Yes. So freaking wonderful. So the Dead by Daylight 6th anniversary live stream brought a lot of exciting announcements, but none of them were stranger or more surprising than the reveal of Hooked on You. This wild spinoff surgically removes Dead by Daylight's terrifying killers and plops them into the romantic bubblegum world of dating sims. If you've ever longed to court the Huntress after she brutally slaughtered you, Hooked on You, a Dead by, dating uh, Dead by Daylight dating sim, is the game you've been waiting for. Launching later this year, this visual novel tasks player uh, would-be lovers to flirt their way into the hearts of four killers, the Wraith, the Spirit, the Huntress, and the Trapper. Through choice-driven conversations, you'll forge friendships or steamy relationships with these monsters to learn their personal histories and uncover the broader stories of what got them here in the first place. Um, yeah, uh, this, uh, this, this title, Hooked, Hooked on You, uh, mixes horror, humor, and romance to create a fresh way for fans to interact and create an emotional bond with their favorite killers. Um... Our goal with our first visual novel is to provide fans with a completely unique and a surprising new way to experience the world of Dead by Daylight. Um, I will be playing this at some point. Oh my god, no, it's playing. I'm sorry. I will be playing this at some point. Um, I, I mean, look at this. Look at this. How, how can you not... Everyone go buy this game when it comes out and just play it. Because I want to date the killers of Dead by Daylight. And that's all I have to say about that. Sometimes I remind myself that there's a very large option of game genres out there. <laughs> and I try my best not to judge. No idea what you just said. I think you're muted. No, I'm not. Oh. I said, are you judging me? Absolutely. I am going to play the fuck out of this game. I love visual novels. I will stop talking now, actually. Kelly, how do you feel about this? Um, I mean, I don't know if I'll play it, depending on how much it is. I okay, would fair. play it for a certain price. I'm not sure what the price is. Let's see when the that's price announced. price of free! Um, yeah, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> I might be lured into playing it. But, you know, I do have a thing for uh, scary things. And... Going on a date with someone that could kill you is, I mean, very interesting to me. So I think that, um, you know, <laughs> let's do it. I think I'm interested. I don't think I'm sold, but I'm definitely not disgusted, you know. Can you so. imagine if someone clips Kelly saying going on a date with someone who could kill me is very interesting? Well, honestly, me. I'm glad you brought that up because any date a woman goes on 
can this can happen i was literally just talking to about this with some straight friends um about a certain app um so yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the devs claim that requests for black and or female lead, uh, leads were rejected in that game, because I'm just going to move on. Um, unless you guys had something else to say about the DVD. Nah, um... I got nothing. Fuck <laughs> me, daddy. <laughs> or mommy. Oh my god, yes. That better be a line. That better be a tagline that I can will she sing? Will she Fuck sing her me, lullaby daddy. as... While we're having pillow talk and I her lullaby's creepy, actually. Don't don't do that. Um so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh the devs claimed that requests for a black and or female lead were rejected. The game and franchise were allegedly said to already have major black and female characters, so once you already got them, you can't make any more. Um this is uh, from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN.com. Oh, a former Respawn Entertainment developer has claimed that the request from team members to make the protagonists of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order female and or black were shut down. The response allegedly centered around the fact that the Star Wars franchise had a female lead after the movie's Rey, and the game already had two prom prominent black characters. So they were just like, look, we gave you two blacks and a girl. No more. We're fucking done. Uh, and here's the tweet from Nora Never Bore, bore Ya. Nora at Nora Shramick says, When I worked on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, a lot of devs wanted and advocated for the main character to be black and or a woman. Reasons for no uh, were we already have two black people in the game, Rey is a woman, and we can't do that to guess what the demographic of the people making those decisions... Oh, we can't do that too. Guess what the demographic of those people making those decisions looked like. Mm. Um... Now, Fallen Order stars Cal Kestis. At the time that Fallen Order was released or revealed, you know what Jarell said? I remember what Jarell said, but go ahead and repeat. I the said I am not interested in this game because it is another white white male white male protagonist for another Star Wars game. And I said I wish that they would have gone a different direction. If they would have gone with a female character, if they would have gone with a black female character, which I don't think has ever been in a Star Wars game as a titular character. Um, like, anything other than another white, hetero, cis male for another new Star Wars uh, game, especially because this was the game that they said was going to be a part of the official lore for Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying, what a time to be revolutionary and make something different. And they didn't. And I complained the fuck out of it. And because of that, I never bought this game. So it's so interesting to find out now that people agreed with me and they were trying to advocate for it. Um, and it was shut down. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, Cal Kestis, who has since become an established part of the Star Wars business, um, and canon. Must be nice. Um, she followed up with her previous tweets stating um, that the decisions were made at the respawn level and were not the result of an evil EA or overly controlling Lucasfilm slash Disney. She says it was our team's game and yes, a few of the people with decision making power made choices. The issue isn't with Cal or his actor, but about lost oppor uh, opportunities lost. Um, she clarified that these were her personal experiences with a few people who had the opportunity to push change and added that, quote, I no longer work at Respawn, and from my understanding of people who do, there have been changes since my departure. Um, so she did clarify, like, this was not Disney, this was not EA, this was literally the people at Respawn who were able to make decisions, who went ahead and made these decisions. So, like, 
it actually wasn't um the big companies from now on i was just really pissed when i read this because i thought like i specifically remember talking about this and being upset about it and you know we got cal kestis i mean yay whatever i have nothing else to say I don't know if anyone else has something to say. I'm not. Oh, Jarrell, he is a minority. He's a ginger. Don't even. You know what? Fine. So make a black female ginger. That's a huge minority, but they fucking exist. So if you want to have a ginger, make a black female ginger and keep going. I'm sorry. One thing I'm going to say is the excuse to not have a female lead is that the movies already had one. No offense to Daisy Ridley, but that female lead sucked. So you could have just brought that around and made yourselves even better. But I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, to and also, I, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, what? No, I was just gonna say, like, to say you just checked your diversity box, like literally what they were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we've got that. We've got that. No thanks. And also, I mean, you could have just switched the roles of because, as far as I know, um. The someone that helps, uh, I don't Cal Kestis, whatever, throughout the story is oh, a black, black woman. With them bug eyes? Yeah, so you could have done uh, not going into that. She is. Um, um, <laughs> if, if your excuse was that you had you already had two black people in the game, you just switch them around, make the helper a white guy and the main character Aww. a black female. The fact that you know that you have two black people in the game means you don't have enough black people in the game. If you can count the number of black people in your game, you don't even have to count because you're not fan. Oh no, there's two of them. We know. We added them. We checked that box. Like, if you ask me how many black people are in Final Fantasy VII Remake, I would say, um, I don't know because there are enough in, like, living in that world that, like, I couldn't count them. If you ask me how many were in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, two. What's that say about you guys over there? It says that you suck! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, big I'll, 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 add, I'll add to it because first off, let me preface it by saying that I don't like like she said in a statement. I agree. I don't necessarily hate the character of Cal Kestis. I don't hate the actor because I actually really like the actor. Now, that being said, yeah, the, the, this uh, this really does feel like a lost opportunity. I 100 percent agree that it really it, it's it's a shame that this really did feel like a diversity checkbox. You have one black man, one black woman. Oh, we're done. That's it. We did it. There you go. And it's just not the racism the is solved. Racism is solved. Damn, respond. I can't believe you solved racism. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. But really, yeah. Like, there, there are just like they really had an opportunity to like tell like uh, a di- like a different Jedi story. Like again, Fallen Order is a, is, a, is a good game, but like it could have been with a more interesting character that just like you know doesn't look like a whole bunch of other Star Wars characters we've already seen. So that's all. That's all I'm saying. It's like it. It, it could have been. It could have stood out more, I think. I would have loved, like, to answer your other question, Jerome, about how you don't think that there was ever been, like, a female um, black woman je- Jedi. I think there was literally one. Like, the Star Wars Starfighter game on PS2 had, like, one of the Jedi Masters from the films, Adi Galia, like a black woman, as, like, the main character. But that's it. And she was already... Has she been character. a black woman through every, every, like, everything in the series? Yes. Yes, she has. Gotta check, because sometimes yeah. they'll switch shit up on you when you're not paying attention. Yes, they do. They do. Oh, boy. They do sometimes. But anyways, yeah. But, the, but hey, one, she's not even one of the, the, the main characters. They just kind of had her as the main character of the video game. And two, that game's not even canon anymore. So basically, they got nothing. At the, at the, <laughs> and, Adi, and they did Adi Galia somewhat dirty in Clone Wars. Like, as much as I love Clone Wars, like, Adi Galia didn't, didn't get the best show. 
either. Brand Isn't she Shannon. the one that got shot off the speeder bike? In the no, movie? that no, that was her sister. She, oh she, my <laughs> god! So they just shooting black people now off of? Speed I mean, bikes? it was it was what? part it was part of the Jedi extermination. Yeah, they're killing all the Jedi. Oh. Yeah, all the Jedi were gonna die. Oh, yeah. so they yeah. just shooting us off of cars now. That's what happened. It was a, it was kind of. So you mean to tell me that aside from uh, Samuel L. Jackson, all the black people in Star Wars have shitty characters? Because you're not going to tell me they didn't fuck Finn up. No, they fucked up Finn. We don't talk about Finn. We should also not talk about how they fucked up Ray. Lando Carisi is a good character, though. Oh yeah, Lando. Look, okay, never mind. I'm gonna move on. (laughs) Uh, So Lando and his capes. Activision Blizzard, since we're talking about diversity and checking off boxes, they introduced a diversity tool to rate character diversity on (laughs) metrics like gender identity and ethnicity, and it's fucking weird. That is not my quote. That is a quote from Fanbyte. Um, And if you look at the chart, there's a chart, and uh, the center is assumed to be uh, white, male, cis, hetero, white, male in the middle. Um, and uh, the other options on there are culture, ethnicity, age, ability, body type, gender identity, and sexual orientation. And so um, for this, they rated all the Overwatch characters um, to see their diversity and make sure that they were diverse enough. Um, however, there's been some controversy uh, over this a little bit. So the original tweet was um, from Activision Blizzard said that with King Games innovative diversity space tool, so just be aware this was actually made by King Games, the people who make, what is that mobile game? Candy Crush. Candy Crush. This was made by them. This was not made by the Overwatch team. Um, it says with King Games innovative diversity space tool, the character design process now has a tangible way of avoiding tokenism, stereotypes, and exclusion. So the purpose of this tool was to make sure that when they're making characters, they're avoiding tokenism, stereotypes, and exclusion. So what all this told me was that a bunch of white people got together to make characters and they didn't want to like be bad so they made a computer generated tool to be like hey let's make sure that we're checking all those boxes so we don't seem racist um and uh so what the what ended up happening was there was um some some discourse over this um there uh let me see let me see so there's a character artist um at underscore MLKTEA on Twitter um, for Overwatch. And she quote tweeted this and she said, God, I swear our own company tries so hard to slaughter any goodwill the actual devs who make the game have built. Overwatch doesn't even use this creepy dystopian chart. Our writers have eyes, the artists have eyes, producers, directors, etc. As far as I know, also all have eyes. You know what drives our diversity? The devs. We have people who work on the game from these cultures. That's it. That's literally it. That this creepy chart was made for the executive team to let us do our thing. That might track. Um, so she came out. She's like, look, Overwatch doesn't do this. We have diverse people working on this. Um, I don't, I can't say anything more about that. I cannot call her a liar. I cannot call her a truth teller. I have no fucking idea. Um, either way... The chart's weird as fuck. Whether you use it or not, the fact that it comes from Activision Blizzard um, as a company also just makes it look even worse because we already know that there has been racism and sexism within the company. So it doesn't look any better. Um, 
So there was another tweet that says, uh, from odd underscore winters, that says Activision Blizzard got caught union busting again, and what quick drop the AI-generated race tier list, this will cover us. Which is just another, you know, callback to when um, everyone was upset with them, uh, and they dropped the black female character for Overwatch 2 when they knew they were fucking up. So um, uh, other people were just like, yeah, this is a, a another... Let's try to hide the lead, bury the lead with some bullshit so that we don't get in more trouble because of everything that's happening. Um, how do you guys... Line. Huh? You ruined my punchline. I'm so sorry. Because right now when you were about to ask us, how do you feel about it? I was going to be like, whoa, did you know that Activision Blizzard reportedly sent out an anti-union message ahead of voting deadline? But you already mentioned it, so it's not going to have the same punch anymore. I'm so sorry. It's okay. At least you're getting all the news out at once. I'm trying to. I was, I, I just don't understand who in their head, unless you are a white male, who in their head would think, let me make a diversity chart because I don't know how to make characters. Like, that's the only, the only thing I can come up with is like, I don't know how to make diverse characters, so I need a computer-generated chart to make sure that I'm able to check off all these boxes. That's the only thing I got from this chart. If you guys can tell me any other way or reason that this chart would work, please do so, because I am running out of ideas. It's a checklist. How, like, like, uh, like, like, like the last story, it's a, it's a checklist. That's pretty much what it is. If you need a checklist, you need to hire more diverse people at your company. You know, that no, would stop help making a lot. Sense. Stop yeah, making sense. Stop it. Indeed. Oh, we, sorry. Is that to We don't make sense. Enough. All right, well, I'm done. I, how do you guys feel about this? Man, I said my piece. It's just, it's, it, it, it is as weird as they said it is. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a diversity chart. For HP critical hires oh, and just no. like the the chart like the middle of the chart is gonna be diverse so I'm just gonna branch out to cis hetero white and make sure that I have all of those checked off so if you want to come right for HP critical and you are a cis hetero white man we've got a space for you this is a joke I'm joking please don't take this seriously that was a joke although we are looking for new writers so please come any anyone is welcome even yeah, if you don't agree with my opinions um yeah. Kelly, you didn't say anything about the diversity chart. How do you feel about it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> it, this is another one of those things where, personally, I feel like they didn't mean to be bad. Right? Like, I don't think they, they set out to make a diversity chart to be bad like they think it's a good thing because even in their tweet they sure. were like look this is us making sure that we're not being bad like look at all the good this will do but it just looks bad i don't know normally i love charts you know <laughs> like i love taking data a good and, chart is yeah yeah i mean looking at charts i don't know that i necessarily want to be like a number on the chart uh that's you know, the problem. <laughs> you are, are a number on this you know, chart. You're like, ooh, has uterus? Check in that box yeah. a little. Yeah. Oh, she, she's white. We're going back to the middle. Yep. Yep. That's how it is. But body type? Oop, she she's thick. Let's go let's go over here. Thick. Sexual orientation? We don't know, really, you know? <laughs> yep. Likes one man yeah. only. 
and nobody else. I don't know. <laughs> what is that? Right. I'll oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm not. I'm. I'm stopping right there. <laughs> well, I think that you touched on a very important point, which is why I think I'm so incensed on this chart is because I'm pretty sure everyone who made this chart is not on this chart. So they don't know how it feels to be a statistic on a chart and feel like you're a checkbox, right? Like, it's exactly what Kelly mentioned, you know? Like, for her, it's going to be like, oh, look, we're going to check female. We've got it. Sexual orientation. Well, me, I don't know. Maybe we should circle that one. Like, being a part of something like that by, you know, um, allowing non-POCs to make you a chart uh, and be like, hey, look, look what we did for all you, you people who aren't us. You we people? care. I mean, that's that's essentially what they did. For all you people who aren't us, we have a chart to make sure we somehow include you. Because if it were up to us on our own, we totally wouldn't. So we had to make this whole chart to ensure that we can, um, we can, uh, we can, we can make sure we got you guys in there. So yeah, here, here's a here's a handy. Handy chart. We're using it internally. Um, and we're going to tweet it out because we're really proud of it. We're so proud of this chart that we made. <laughs> Hire me. No. Oh, God. I don't want to work there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I actually don't want. Um, I don't. I don't want to work there. Um, so Bungie did put out a. Um, I'm just starting to really love Bungie, guys. Um, they they put out a tweet and a uh, and a post about um and the tweet says our hearts go out to those impacted by this past weekend's tragedy in Buffalo New York um and they're talking about the previous story that we were talking about about mm -hmm. um this guy who was um who you know did the things at the at the grocery store and they have uh be heard pin which is available on the bungee store and all the proceeds all of the proceeds are donated to the southern southern poverty law center um and it's really awesome it's um um they they also have this this uh article there with um how they feel and ways to donate and help for racially motive because of racially motivated crimes um they also have a Black at Bungie Inclusion Club, um, and Bungie and the Black at Bungie Inclusion Club worked club worked together um, to help respond to the tragedy. So they're now showing their Be Heard pins on the front page of the Bungie store, um, and starting uh, today, uh, as the the writing of this, which was May seventeenth, and for at least a year. All the proceeds for the pin will be donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, a charity whose work includes monitoring hate groups and other extremists throughout the United States and exposing their activities to the public, the media, and law enforcement. And it says, uh, in addition, our studio is committed to supporting the success of our ID&E initiatives for 2022 and beyond. We understand the fight for equality and equity is not easily won, but is a constant effort by all. And this was written by Black at Bungie. Bravo to Bungie for being able to have even a portion of their company that can make a response to, to the situation. Because I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I've seen any other company do or say anything about this tragedy recently. Yeah, they've kind of keep some people. Some, some people have, but it hasn't been like something like big. Oh, who? Like, oh, our hearts and prayers. Who? I mean, um, within the gaming been, sphere. Oh, gaming sphere? Yes. I genuinely think... There was one, but I, it's not coming to my mind right now. But aside from Bungie. Mm. 
You'll have to let me know after the podcast. It's not coming to my head right now. I'd be very interested um, to know who else is uh, making these types of connections. Um, all right, so I I have nothing else. Um, do you guys have anything else before I ask you one question before we leave? Um, I actually do I was going to talk about how Saudi Arabia now owns five percent of Nintendo, apparently, but Ooh, that's a whole that's other a topic. Big one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the other thing I I would add, since I mentioned it earlier, is. Multiverses is going to be an Evo. They're having an open public beta test in July. Yeah. If you don't know what Multiverses is, it's basically Warner Brothers version of Smash Brothers. Um, not like Nickelodeon All-Stars at all. It is already a thousand times better. And I will be writing about why. So you can look out for that article soon. Um, but, you know, you have characters like Batman. Yes, you have Super Saiyan Shaggy. I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. You can go on Twitter or YouTube, look up one of the trailers, and you will see Shaggy going Super Saiyan. You know, Tom and Jerry, Arya Stark from uh, Game of Thrones, which I actually didn't know Warner Brothers owned until the game announcement. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, if you're looking at... It's also free to play. Oh my god, I keep moving my screen, sorry. It's also free to play. So if you're interested in that game... I wish I was getting paid to tell you this because no one else is, but, you know, look out for that. Um, You're getting oh, paid to be on the podcast, so no, you are I'm talking about if Warner Brothers was paying us for talking about it Well, WB sponsor us, bro. What are you doing? Um, Straight also, up. Also, if, like, if you like Angry Birds and Minecraft, there's a new Minecraft DLC that's been, I think it was released yesterday, where you play as Angry Birds and get your eggs back. Um, and as for games, I think that's, oh, there was, did we talk about, I don't know if we're talking about it, but yeah, but as of game news, that's it for me. I love that this is like Gabe's Corner. Like, mm-hmm. let me tell you about all it's, the news that I care it's, about. It's just because like, you know, sometimes <laughs> no, it's I not love it. news that I care about only. I mean, yes, it kind is. Of, but also, <laughs> well, uh, oh, Fall Guys is going to be free to play. Yeah, there we go. Hold on. No, I'm going somewhere with this one. It's going to be free to play June 21st, available on all systems, PSE, PSE, PS4, PS5, PC, Nintendo Switch, Xbox. Um, So I'm going to say it here so everyone can remind me. When I ask these fellas, and what's the female version of fellas? When I ask all these people... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to play with me and they say no just let it be known if i disappear one day it's because i find out they hate me so just letting y'all know that and also it's a very fun game if you're interested in that too um we had a really awesome fall guys tournament um that had a very nice turnout and man yeah teddy boy that was the one, <laughs> Ted that was boy the me bob that was, that was the friend <laughs> i made during that tournament what a what a great guy he streams that's not important. Um, I think LF Jake won. He did win. Yes. Looking for his eyes. And up. also shout out to him for staying up and like cause it was Australian time zones and oh, he yeah. was up to like yeah, three, four really. AM trying to fucking win Fall Guys and he won. He so did shout it. out to him. He did it. That makes me feel better about my loss. Yeah, he deserved it. It's a great um, guy. Wonderful guy. Yeah, in terms of gaming news, that's it. Uh Brandon, you had something? Uh, I changed my mind. You can go ahead and ask your final question to wrap us up. All right. So my my final question to you guys is how comfortable do you feel talking about 
serious issues with your gaming group, like serious world issues with your gaming group? I don't think there's enough conversation that happens normally in these. And that's and I understand why that is, is because, you know, gaming more than anything else for people is meant to be kind of like a de-stressor, something like, you know, it's like any like any form of media, you like books or shows is meant to be an escapism. So it's very difficult to introduce like real world strife within media that you enjoy. But I think as much as I think it should for some people, I think it should remain that um you know, that box that they can just stay and not deal with the real world. I think it is important at also, also to acknowledge what's going on around you and, like, talk about how it relates to what happens in the... in the in Not just gaming, but just, like, in media in general. I think that people who make these games, people who play sports, people who write books, they... Are, I, th- I honestly feel they're as much entitled to their opinion as just about anyone else. They're not just... Uh, baller they're not just a game dev they have they're a human being that has their own voice to speak on these kind of uh, issues and whatnot and i think it is important to do it so to answer your question drill um there are certain people i know that i probably wouldn't want to talk to them about anything besides like the game itself but i think that if there's a conversation to be had and i think the person really has a sense of what they're discussing ahead or is passionate about it i think there is room for us to have these kind of conversations about the serious stuff with the fun stuff as well, because I think both are very important. I mean, I feel like I'm comfortable talking to you guys about it, but I don't know the people I play games with. Um, And I think that I stream and some of the people that I stream for think they know me. They don't always know me, and I don't know them, you know? Um, So I don't think I'm really comfortable talking to a lot of the people that I game with because I don't know them. Like, I don't know their thoughts. I don't know, like, who they are. And, I mean, some things I'm not willing to compromise on, but some things I don't really want to talk about because if it's not affecting us playing a video game, I don't want to know, you know? And I feel like that's kind of... I don't know. I feel like that's not the right answer. I just don't always want to know because I just feel like you're never going to agree with someone on everything. Mm -hmm. There's never going to be like a time where you agree with every person's view on everything. Um, So I don't really like to talk about that kind of stuff. Plus it never comes up really. Like I'm not just like, you know, let's talk about abortion right now. Like, no, I'm never going to do that. (laughs) I mean, we talked about a story here, so it was brought up and obviously I said my piece. But, like, I'm not just, like, going to just, like, out of the blue, like, hey, pals, how do you feel about a woman having rights to her body? Like, Mm -hmm. maybe I should bring it up, but, like, you know, just kill this fucking enemy over here. I don't give a shit, you know? I I don't know. I don't really like to bring it up, but at the same time, I feel like it's kind of a cop-out. But I don't know. I don't. Um, like, I don't like to talk to anybody about anything. For being honest, so. <laughs> I just don't like to talk to people. Period. Like, why am I like what? what? Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm. I'm disappointed, Kelly, that you thought that you said that your your answer was wrong. I actually, my answer is very similar to yours. In which cases, it's pretty much. I don't know these people, so I'm probably not going to talk about it, you know? And and it's usually not the space to have the conversation. So I think that's a perfectly valid answer. Right? Don't doubt yourself, girl. You said what you said, and it's right. Well, I feel like some people um, 
uh, think that you, like, they say that not having politics on Twitch is problematic because people could be, like, bad, and if you don't have politics, then you're picking the neutral side, which is wrong. Like, I don't know. I see a lot of people having a lot of differing opinions. That's why it's so hard to say anything, um, like, about this. Like, I don't want to bring things up, but at the same time, I don't want people in my space that don't think that women deserve rights. But, like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Well, I will say that I think that is different, right? Like, if you're streaming a game for an audience, I think that's different. um, Because then you do have the chance to express how you feel specifically, because that's the platform for it, right? Because you're you're streaming to an audience on Twitch. Um, I just mean, like, in general, in your own gaming sphere, like, uh, if we, like, if we were all playing Final Fantasy XIV, for sure, I'd be like, guys, did you hear about this racist-ass story? Um... Whereas if I'm in a pickup group trying to do, you know, um, the the hardest content that just came out, I'm not going to be like, all right, well, we failed. So let me tell you guys about why Blizzard sucks, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, um, I, and I mean, I could, I could, who knows? Yeah, um, I could just be like, all right, guys, well, since we're here and I have your attention and we're losing, let me tell you about, <laughs> like, we ain't doing shit else but losing, so let me tell you guys all about how racist and sexist uh, Blizzard's company is. It's also... Gonna rant and get kicked? It's also kind of like, if there's an audience, like, on a stream or a podcast, I might not, like, go on, I might not say, like, everything, but to my friends, you know? Yeah, like, great. yeah, I mean, honestly, playing Final Fantasy with you and David, like, I turned off the stream one time because we were just, like, talking I'm about shit. stuff, and I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was gonna cut this off, but... Like, I think that having those conversations is fine, but maybe not, I don't know, like, I don't want to jeopardize my job or something by talking about stuff that they might deem inappropriate, which all of my opinions are my own. Let's just throw that one out there. But it's still like, I don't want to jeopardize, like, the life I've made for myself. <laughs> um, Gabe, what about you? How comfortable do you feel about talking about social issues within your gaming sphere? My gaming sphere is my immediate group of friends, so we are extremely comfortable with it because... Would you say that you do it often? Yeah, actually. Almost every time we jump on the game, it, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Right, because it's like, you know, it's just you playing with your friends, so you guys are usually, I assume, usually everyone's always talking, you know, about, you know, what's happening. Because we're not going to talk about the game, like, 24-7, like, unless some shit comes up, and then, like Kelly mentioned, you're like, alright, kill a guy on your left, but then we're going to have casual conversations as friends would. Um, so what about strangers in a, in a video game that you're playing? Um, I'm going to say yes, just because I'm very confrontational. I like to argue with people, and I want someone to tell me that I'm wrong, because the chances are the person telling me I'm wrong is an idiot. Um, because I like to tend that, I like, you know, to think that a lot of my opinions are on the morally right side. Like, again, if, if, if this was Jim Ryan had, you know, we were just casually playing, uh, what's the fuck's a PS5 game? Um, Destruction All-Stars. That's and he cool. was like, I, this is literally the only thing I can think of right now. And he was like, he was like, yo, I, you know, I think, you know, people should keep their opinions to themselves. And if someone's anti-abortion, they should, you know, respect that. I'd just be like, yo, fuck them kids. Move the fucking car work needs to be moved and let's argue about why you're wrong i'm that type of person i genuinely like to argue with people because again the other thing is too as stereotypical as it is i have found that a lot of people online 
whether they're doing it on purpose or for just because they control, they like to say very stupid, controversial things. And I'm like, look, you're doing this to get a kick out of it. I'm going to do it to get a kick out of it, too. So we're just going to sit here until one of us eventually gives up. And it's not going to be me because fuck you. I don't lose. I may lose the match, but I'm not losing the argument. I will tell you that right now. Like, there's a game I play. Um, Lord of the, It's called Lord of the Rings Rise to War. It's a real-time strategy game. Um, and there's, you know, there's a world chat from people all over the world. And there's been instances where someone's like, those, you know, when the war when the war in Ukraine started, you know, there's this one guy saying Americans are being. He was I'm assuming he was Russian because I had to translate his text from Russian. You know, he was saying like Americans are being fed propaganda. You know, you're all idiots. You're all wrong. Putin is the law. And I'm like, bro, do you imagine if I came into this chat and said Russians are idiots? I I don't think Russians are idiots before. I t- so many this. great clips from tonight's podcast. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, is, you know, like, what if I came in and said, yo, Russians are idiots. I hope Ukraine stomps on them. Putin's a, p- uh, Putin's a piece of shit. And whatever news outlet you guys over there is lying. You're like, would you like that? He goes, no, but I know I, you know, I would know what the right thing is. I'm like, okay, then shut up. And we literally just went on back and forth over that one topic. There is another, you know, there, and and then when I jump on Call of Duty and, you know, you get in the lobby and you're waiting and someone's, you know, someone has, someone has to say something racist. Like, it's inevitable. At one point of the night, you're going to hear someone say something racist, whether it's the N-word, whether it's calling, you know, someone a spick. I'm Hispanic, so I will say that openly. Um, you know, and it's like... You know, maybe you're having a bad time with the game. Well, in my opinion, maybe I'm having a bad time with the game and I'm getting my ass whooped. I'm going to find the fun in arguing with you. So, yeah, when it comes to strangers online. Yeah, you will be met with another brick wall. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I sometimes have to talk about it because I know that you guys don't have this problem. But when I'm on the phone with someone who's never talked to me on the phone or when I'm ordering food from a fast food restaurant or if I'm on the PlayStation chat, everyone thinks that I'm a girl. Um, it happens every fucking time. It's always like, yes, ma'am. Like, huh? And so it also happens when I play with strangers on PlayStation. And then I end up having to tell them I'm a dude, but fuck you for the things that you've said. Damn, Ma, you got an OnlyFans? I do, but that's not the point. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for answering that question. Maybe we'll have another question next time. It's kind of late now, but high energy, lovely people, wonderful conversation. Thank you guys for talking to me once again. Thank you for all of our listeners. And with that, good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.